Western United, can they find something here? Big chance, Barisha! He's done it again! And it's a goal! Unbelievable! What about this? Dylan Pereus, his first touch of the game! Sanchez! Western United do claim the three points! And Diamante again! Oh, he's done it! Twice! He's chipped a keeper! Presented by Simmons. It's the Green Room on FNR, Football Nation Radio. And we're back here on the Green Room on FNR, Football Nation Radio, streaming on the Western United Facebook page as well. This show presented proudly by Simmons Homes, the great Australian builder. And we are delighted to be joined now by a Western United superfan. He also co-hosts the All Out West podcast, Caleb Trimble. Welcome to the Green Room. Thanks, Nick and Josh, for having me. Glad uh, to be on. It's an absolute pleasure. Uh, tell us about your Western United jersey uh, journey. Sorry, and your jersey. Journey, You're wearing a jersey as well. Okay, tell tell us about your jersey. Too. All right, the jersey's the first one yep. from the FFA Cup game. Got it from Dalibor Markovic. So, quick shout out to him. I know a few of the fellas and um, the kids as well got jerseys that game since we probably won't be needing them again. But yeah, <laughs> every, every, everyone was stoked to get those. But uh, the journey, anyway. I'm, Born and bred Werribee, Wyndham, uh, fourth, fifth, sixth generation, that type of thing. So as soon as there was a uh, club coming into our backyard, I was straight onto it. So following from the early days of the Western Melbourne group and seeing where they headed and then once we actually got the licence, it was just, it was really good to see, not just for myself as a football fan, but for everybody in the area, um, yeah, of Wyndham and the West of Melbourne, just to see that we're going to have our own stadium and that we've got our own football club out here that can represent us all. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, tell us about your uh, your experiences. Have you been in amongst the active support? Do you prefer to observe the game from a higher vantage point? What's your what's the go there? Yeah, no, definitely right in the active support. Made a fair few good friends in there as well. We were um, a couple of the first ones that had a few meetings and worked out a couple of chants at the beginning and went along to the um, first few pre-season games at St George Cross, which was really good fun to meet people, create banners. So I definitely like getting in the active, even though I understand if people want to watch the game a little bit more because you do miss a little bit. I'll- we are back. Oh, we're back. <laughs> we had a few uh, a few. Uh, tradies working next door. I think they might have nicked something and now we've got some uh, in and out audio tonight. So we do apologise for that. Uh, we're going to make sure it's fixed up over the festive period. But uh, yeah, it's been a little bit flaky. We've had a few dropouts. Um, let's talk about actually starting active support from scratch and coming up with those chants and that kind of experience because I imagine that's pretty unique. You get to be the first ones who sing the songs that end up being sung, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the line potentially? Yeah, it was, a, it was a great opportunity, something that myself and a few friends and then other people I've met along the way really wanted to be a part of. It was, yeah, we wanted to create a good atmosphere and identity for the club. So it began with um, just a couple of guys made a Facebook group, um, saw, asked around, invited people that were in other Facebook groups who had liked Western United on social media and said, look, who would like to get an active support going? And then over time, more and more people jumped on, uh, more and more people came along to games. It's It was just a matter of us trying out a few chants, seeing what worked, seeing what didn't, seeing what stuck, seeing what everyone liked, because we don't want to be a proper... Um, yeah, 
dictatorship as well. We'd, we'd like everybody to yeah, have a bit of input too. So um, everyone, we like a lot of people having to go on the megaphone and that sort of thing. So it happened a lot more on, organically than I thought it would, which um, which was really nice to see as well because, yeah, you don't want to be pushing things on to people, especially when you're meant to be there just for the love and the passion and the fun. There seems to be a, a great relationship with the players as well between uh, between the playing group and that active support, particularly on this winning run that we're on at the moment. Um, you know, a, a lot of appreciation post game. I know uh, Ryan Scott's a, a big favourite, and he often gets on the megaphone and um, and does that sort of back and forth chant behind the goal. How I guess how special is that connection uh, with the playing group and and the active support? Well, probably Spurs. Uh, both sets on, the players and the fans. It, it spurs us on to do our best for them because we can tell how much they enjoy and love it and they want to give back to us that are there in and out supporting every single week, promoting the club and doing what we can to yeah, try and make us as big and successful as possible. I mean, it, it's pretty cool to see it slowly grow and grow and, I mean, the club, I think, have, have tried to accelerate things with a, with a few initiatives uh, notably, uh, the most uh, outlandish of which is the pyrotechnics that have been go- going off and, and giving us in the media box a heart attack every time they do. Are you a fan of the uh, the safe smoke and the fireworks? I'm a big fan of it, but I'll have to admit it's, it's terrified me on a few occasions <laughs> when I haven't expected it as well. <laughs> but I do like it. I think it adds to the atmosphere, especially for... Uh, People who wouldn't go to the sport as often, they come along and they can they can see a smoke and fire show as well. So yeah, it just it adds to the whole atmosphere of the game. I understand how it can give you a bit of a fright though. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's not when we're when we're not paying attention. It's it's because everybody's writing up their match reports in the press box and looking at their laptops, and then suddenly something explodes right of frame. <laughs> we think we're under attack, but uh, if you're actually in the active end, I imagine it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, so shall we get into it then? I mean, we might get you to reveal your tattoo at the end. We'll yeah. leave that as a, as a tease yeah. because that's that's a great one. Um, but this quiz, you, you've got some stiff competition today. Uh, I've written Thank the you. questions. Don't you dare peek, no. Nick Hughes. Don't you dare peek. We can't have any allegations of, of cheating on this. Otherwise, there'll be uproar on the uh, next edition of the All Out West podcast. Nick Dubano cheated plenty of times in our lockdown <laughs> quizzes. So. Uh, the allegations flying around already. So... Uh, you're up against a champion quizzer here. He is the, the reigning FNR quiz master of lockdown of last year. Uh, he's also part of the Western United media team, so he's got a little bit of an unfair advantage. So with the format, we've decided to give you every chance and, uh, and go hard quiz style. So first questions to you. If you can't get it, Nick Hughes, opportunity to come in and steal a point. Does that sound fair? Certainly. Yeah. I mean, C- Caleb's been a fan from, from day one, so I'm, I'm expecting... Oh, he's, he's talking down expect- expectations, excuses are coming the, out. I'm expecting to be blown out of the water here, but I'm... I'm <laughs> the, pre- for, the pressure's on. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Uh, question number one. Who did Western United play in their first ever friendly match? Friendly match? Yes. First game the club ever put on. Easy peasy. Was there myself, and that's when I made a few friends. George Cross, FC. There you go, Caroline Springs. George Cross, one point on the board already. All right, that one. That one was easy. Now it. Now it ramps up. I did know that one for the record. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you knew where they trained, you know, the last couple of seasons, it would be pretty easy. But question two: Who were the two Western United players 
to have scored a goal in Tasmania while playing for Western United, let's be clear. Ooh, okay. I'd say one is Connor Payne. Mm-hmm. That was one. I've got a... As I, as I said, Connor Payne scored in the game that I wasn't there. I was in the, there for the first game, and you tend to miss more when you actually are in the active. <laughs> so that first one... I've got a really uh, – how much time do I have? 10-second countdown? <laughs> Ooh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go ad hoc. If, if you can get it in the next 10 seconds or so, give you every chance. Otherwise, we'll, uh, we'll pass it over to Husey yeah. for, for the, yeah, to even I'll, it up. Yeah, I'll just have to have a stab in the dark. Let's say uh, Lockie Wales. Lockie Wales yeah, is right, well and you you're in lead two points <laughs> to nil. So Connor Payton scored the winner against Central Coast Mariners in a one nil, and the next game is one one against Wellington Phoenix, where Lockie Wales got on the score sheet and beautiful uh, goal too. Yeah, it was a very nice goal. Question three, and this one I'll let you both answer. I'll let you go come in on this one. This is the closest to the pin. I'm not expecting you to get it on the dot, but if you do, I will be very impressed. Bessart Barisha is the club's leading goal scorer. But how many goals in total did he net in green and black? Do I go first? Yeah, go on. Does it count just A-League competitions? Just just A-League. Just A-League. 26? Mm, I reckon it might have been a few more. I'm going to say... Oh, no. He only played two seasons, didn't he? Uh, I'm going to say... 21. 26 is actually spot on the money. That's a blackjack there, (laughs) and that is three points for Caleb. I might have underestimated him here. Some of the questions we took off the table, that's too hard, that's too mean. I should have gone on that. I'm sweating. Don't worry, guys. (laughs) All right. Question four. Who was Western United's first ever signing? It was Panacone. Panayotis Kone is correct. Four from four. Question five, which country has new signing Rene Krahin represented internationally? Internationally? Oh, it was. Oh, because there was two. He was born in Switzerland as far as I'm aware, but he represented Serbia. I'm going to go to Nick Hughes on that one. That's incorrect. I think think mixed up with uh, Alexander Prejevic. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah. Rene, Rene Queen is uh, Slovenian. In Slovenia is correct. Nick Hughes gets one on the board. Yeah. It's 4-1. <laughs> He's off the mark. Question number six. Outside of Australia, Alessandro Diamanti has played club football in three countries. Can you name them? Well, there's definitely England and Italy, and the other one would have been China. China is correct. There you go. 5-1. He's smashing this, Caleb. We'll see if you can go a clean sweep through the rest of them. Question seven, and it's Diamante-related again. Famously scored the winning penalty in a Euro 2012 shootout, but against which country and against which goalkeeper did he slot it past? Ooh. God. I can't even... So it's Euro 2012 quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. Yeah, I remember the game. I remember the celebration. It's just... I was more focused on him in Italy. Uh, it wasn't Spain, was it? It wasn't Spain. They actually end up losing no. to Spain in the final. They played yeah. them in the group stage as well. So they played Spain twice that tournament. That's where I'm getting I'm gonna confused. I'm going to go to Nick Hughes on this one. Uh, I believe it was England uh, and Joe Hart 
That is old, correct. Famous uh, well, Andre Pilos told the yeah. story when Joe Hart was giving him too much lip, so he thought, all right, I'm going to Penenkia. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember the penalty. <laughs> yeah. Everyone remembers the Penenka clear as day as soon as you say it. Uh, 5-2 is the score so far. Question eight. Which of these players was not in Western United's inaugural starting 11 against Wellington Phoenix? So I'm going to give you four names. You've got to tell me who the odd one out is. Make sense? Yep. Dario Yurtets, Brendan Hamill, Scott McDonald, Connor Payne. One of those guys. Starting lineup. The starting lineup, match day one, Wellington Phoenix 2019. Yeah. Do you want me to give you those names uh, again? It wasn't Connor Payne, so you don't have to give me that one. Uh, so Dario Yurtets, Brendan Hamill, Scott McDonald, you've narrowed it down to. One of those players yeah. did not start. Yeah, Dario Yurtets did start. Uh, 50-50. I, I think it... Back line, back line. Three at the back. I'm going to go Scott McDonald. Oh, you were so close. Oh. <laughs> you were so it close. I guess it by default, I, now that you narrowed it down, I yeah, guess you're going to say I, I, I BJ. Promise, I promise I was going to say Brendan Hamill. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> we'll, 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 honesty policy will give Nick Hughes the point. It's 5-3. So he didn't play until round four, apparently, which surprised me. I think the back okay, line okay. was Goulam, Durante, and Connor Chapman that day. Mm. But, uh, stretching the memory a little bit. All right. This one's a little bit more recent. Who did Western United beat in their first ever finals appearance? This was an elimination final. That would have been uh, Brisbane Raw. Brisbane Raw. They beat them 1-0 and uh, guess who scored the free kick? <laughs> Easy My old friend. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, help me out here with the maths, Nikki's. That's 6-3, six, six, I believe. 6-3. Six, three. Six, so three. You've, you've, already, you've already got it in the bag here. <laughs> Which defensive midfielder scored twice in a memorable Westgate derby win? Scored twice, defensive midfielder. Oh, Victor Sanchez. Victor Sanchez, of yeah. course. 95th minute winner, which sent Roods uh, running down the touchline for the stacks on. <laughs> and uh, finally, and this one's the most important question because it relates uh, to your shin bone. What does poi bo mean? Poi bo means, uh, well, there's a few different sayings. It's kind of be happy, live life to its fullest, take every day as it comes. We'll give you that. And if you want to show us off the tattoo as the grand finale, Caleb. Going to be a bit awkward to get up here. Here we go. We're a test of his flexibility. Has he been doing his yoga? He has the Poibo tattoo, Alessandro Diamante themed. Fantastic stuff. Quick shout out to Mason Jake, who also got one with me. So I think there'll be a couple of other boys on the train getting some Western tattoos in the future. Absolutely. Well, we love to see it. Caleb Trimble, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you've absolutely smashed Nick Hughes in the quiz, so uh, might have to remove that quizzing champion <laughs> crown from your well, head. I, I didn't get a chance to answer the question. Oh, so. I've, excuses, I've, excuses I've over here. I've been by the format. <laughs> next, next, time you, next time you don't have to make it as easy. Mm, all right. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to give you a sterner test next time. But thank you so much for joining us and uh, keep the support going for the rest of the year. We love it. Thanks for having me, fellas. Caleb Trimble from the All Out West podcast, Western United superfan and uh, recipient of a Poi Bo tattoo. We'll take a short break, and on the other side, we'll, uh, we'll preview the Westgate Derby coming up here on The Green Room.
Presented by Simmons, it's the Green Room on FNR, Football Nation Radio.